I don't wanna be the boy that runs in the back I don't wanna be the kid that falls in the dark All I really want to be is the guy that gets that girl Welcome to the AJ Steele Show. We discuss politics, sex, money, and everything in between. And now, here's your host, an immigrant, a self-made millionaire, an American, AJ Steele. Hello, America. Welcome to the AJ Steele Show. I started thinking about today's show after a lunch I had with my wife. And when we were sitting there, her and I were discussing this whole whistleblower thing. And all of a sudden, an African-American man turned around from the booth next to me. And he had some choice things to say to me. He told me some real interesting things. And we will discuss those. But before we get there, I want to thank all of our regular listeners. And I want to welcome all the new listeners. We're getting a ton of them. We're hitting tens and tens of thousands of new listeners all the time. And the AJ Steele Show is consistently being ranked in the top 150 top podcasts in all of America. That's pretty amazing for a show that just got started about five months ago, isn't it? But I'm not here to extol my virtues, even though someone's got to do it, right? I'm here to talk about the impeachment. And I know you guys hear impeachment all day and all night from ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, MSNBC, Drudge Report, Breitbart, The Gateway Pundit, nonstop impeachment, Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump criminal. I know you hear that all the time, but I wonder how many of you actually know what led to this impeachment? What are the topics they're discussing? What are the reasons they're impeaching him and why are they doing this now? We all know they failed badly with a Russian investigation. They wanted to impeach him for that. That completely failed. So now they have this new Ukrainian impeachment push. But most people don't know what led to it. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. So I'm going to clarify a lot of misconceptions. I'm going to bring up sources. I'm going to talk about what came before this impeachment. Now, why am I doing this show? I don't want to repeat everybody else that's out there. That's not my point. But my point is to simplify and make sure that all of you fellow Americans and all of you listeners of the AJ Steele Show actually understand the ugliness, the crookedry, the criminality that led up to these fake, these sham hearings, these communist Russia kangaroo court type hearings. Some people call them show trials. Stalin used to have those. He used to put people on trials and uh, they used to say, Show me the man and I'll show you the crime. And that's basically what they're doing to President Trump and his whole administration. But I want to go back a little bit to about a week before this this circus got started. My wife and I, Mrs. Steele, were out having a nice lunch. It was a fast food place. Yes, I do eat fast food sometimes. It's not going to kill me. Or at least I don't think it will. It's not good to eat fast food all the time. But here and there we want to indulge. And that stuff tastes so good, doesn't it? I think we went to Arby's, and I'm not promoting them or anything, but they have these really good gyros, or is it gyros, or gyros? I don't know. What do you call those things? Those Greek things. Gyros. Oh, gyros. Okay, we were having gyros. I think it was two for six, you know, and I couldn't say no. I can't say no to a deal where they give you two gyros for the price of one. So, yes, the big spender that I am, I took my wife, the lovely Miss Steele, (laughs) for a date at Arby's, 
I'm sure she's so proud of this. But I took her for a meal and, you know, I even bought her a Coke and everything. So it was nice. It was a nice, nice date, nice lunch date. And I was sitting there running my big yap. And as you know, I have a very loud voice, very loud, authoritative voice, some people say. And I was explaining to her the whole situation with Biden and Burisma and um, his son, you know, the, the cokehead. Is he a cokehead or is he a crackhead? I don't even know. A meth head, maybe? But anyway, I, I was telling her the whole story very clearly. Uh, I think what set me off was CNN was on a TV. Why would they have CNN on a TV in a fast food restaurant? But they had that Hitler Jugend, that Hitler youth girl, Greta Thornburg, that... Uh, girl that has autism and she has depression and this and that you know the mentally ill girl that trotted out to the UN and she was screaming and making faces like she just had to eat some liver or maybe she had to eat a couple of those gyros that I was eating with my wife or maybe she was just upset about her parents telling her that we're all gonna die in 12 years our life as we know it will end and the planet will just implode or is it explode I don't know what was going on. And below it, they were writing that there's some kind of a whistleblower talking about President Trump. And that's what set me off. And again, this was all on mute, thank God. So I didn't have to listen to it. But unfortunately, my wife was a captive audience and had to listen to me. So I told her the whole story. And then when I finished at the end of it, uh, a guy in the booth across from me turned around. I was ready for a verbal attack because I do live in one of the most liberal areas in the world. He was an African-American, good-looking guy, younger, probably about 30 to 32, dressed in some kind of a work uniform. So he looked very clean and very professional. And he turned around and he told me, you know what? I've been listening to the media for the last few days. And I couldn't understand what they were talking about, this whole Biden thing, this whole thing with Ukraine. And uh, listening to you made it all make sense. You just made more sense than all the media, all the stuff I've been hearing for the last two, three days. And what you told your wife made it clear. You're better than anyone in the media. You should work in the media. So I got up, I shook his hand. I said, thank you very much. And I appreciate him listening to my conversations with my wife. But then I got to thinking, the average voter, the average citizen out there doesn't know what's going on. There is so much stuff in our media that is false. There's so many fake stories. There's so much hyperbole that people don't really know what's going on. They don't understand the whole Biden scandal. They don't understand why Trump was looking into it. So in today's show, I'm going to cut through all the crap, through all the hyperbole, through all the pundits, through all the fakers out there, and I'm going to explain exactly what happened. When we get back from our break, you're going to hear the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Just like I told my wife and the African-American guy in the booth next to us while eating two for $6 yeros at Arby's. This is the AJ Steele Show. We will be right back. The AJ Steele Show. Think of your loudmouth best friend, hated by all the wives, because he tells it just like it is. Welcome back to the AJ Steele Show. We're talking about the witch hunt, also known as the impeachment inquiry by Pelosi, Schiff, Nadler, all those jerks in the House of Representatives. 
in their sick, compliant, fully partisan news media and the rest of the media here in the United States. All we hear is whistleblowers, quid pro quo, Trump is bad, Trump is a mob boss. But let's go back just a tiny bit and listen to Joe Biden talking to the media about how he's strong-armed or bullied or basically shook down the government of Ukraine to get rid of a prosecutor that was investigating Burisma, the same energy company who hired his son, his worthless drug addict son, Hunter Biden, and gave him $50,000 a month to be on its board. Here's Joe Biden, the vice president of the scandal-free Obama administration. Cut two, please. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. Let's see. So if the prosecutor is not fired, you're not getting the money. Who's doing a shaking down here, huh? Is it Trump or is it President Obama and his lackey Joe Biden? But let's get back to the beginning so we can get some perspective on this whole story. So Ukraine is a country that used to be a part of the USSR and it is south to Russia of today. They gained their independence from the USSR in 1991 when communist Russia or the USSR fell apart. And it's been a very corrupt little country. But there's some significance in Ukraine because they have lots of natural gas in shale form and in other forms. And also because they have a bunch of seaports. Now, when do we get Biden and his son involved in all of this? In 2014, Putin, the evil Putin from Russia was very upset about an election that happened in Ukraine that removed a puppet president that was there and was supportive of Russia. And they voted in a guy that didn't like Russia and wanted to separate from Russia. So tough old Putin decided to attack the Ukraine. And he took over, or annexed as he claims, an area called Crimea. And his excuse for it was that most people in Crimea support Russia and are mostly of Russian descent. And therefore, that area belongs to Russia. It was total BS, but that's how it works in those countries. Now, the Ukrainians were very pissed off and angry, not only at Russia, but at the United States of America, which was at the time run by our tough guy, Mr. Redline in the Sand, Obama. They were very, very upset with him because they felt that he didn't support Ukraine enough against Russia and he just folded. But realistically, Russia is the big power over there and the United States of America is the other big power in the world. I'm not even talking about China right now, but I'm just talking about that specific area. So Russia and America are the two big dogs, and Ukraine had no one to turn to but to the United States of America. And there comes in Joe Biden and his lovely crackhead son, Hunter. So who is this lovely boy, Hunter Biden? He's a guy that did cocaine when he was very young in college. 
Let's forgive him for that because some people have done stuff like that and made mistakes in life and they got better. But apparently not our boy Hunter. He finished college and became an attorney. Not a very distinguished one from what I've read, but he did pass the bar and that's pretty impressive. And then he lived through life, did his little thing. He joined the U.S. Navy Reserves. In 2014, he was kicked out of the Navy for traces of cocaine again. Apparently, our good little boy, Hunter Biden, went out on the streets and bought some crack cocaine from a street bum. Wow, pretty exciting, isn't it? Especially for a guy who's the vice president's son. But it doesn't matter because a few months after he gets kicked out of the Navy for doing drugs, he gets hired on the board of Burisma. Now, who is Burisma? Burisma is the largest natural gas and energy company in all of Ukraine. And guess how much they're paying this lovely genius, this successful, amazing attorney, this cokehead, this crackhead. They're paying him $50,000 a month to be on the board. Now, this Biden doesn't have any kind of expertise in gas or in oil or in energy for that matter. Unless if you count the hot gas that his daddy spews all the time. He also has no expertise at all in any kind of law that deals with foreign countries or any kind of international law. He has zero knowledge and he's a crackhead for heaven's sake. And yet they put him on the board of a huge corporation paying him $50,000 a month. Not a year here, a month. Most people I know would be very, very happy to make $50,000 a year. But of course, Mr. Hunter Biden gets that job. And I wonder why he got it. No, it couldn't be because his daddy is Joe Biden, the vice president of the United States of America, the most powerful country in the world, an enemy of Russia. And not only that, a country that actually supports the Ukraine financially and militarily. No, it couldn't be because of that reason. But I'm not even worried about that so much because I'll tell you why. That's how the world works. If you hang out with the right people, if your parents happen to be the right people, if you happen to be friends with the right people, you get good jobs. Okay? That's how it is. And he absolutely got this job because his daddy is the vice president. Not because he's smart. Not because he's knowledgeable. Not because he brings anything to the table except influence. And that's how the world works. I mean, do you think that Michelle Obama got $65 million to write a book because she's such a great book writer? Or do you think Obama's got about $100 million from Netflix to produce uh, movies and TV shows because they're such great producers? Give me a break. That's how the world works. We all know it. But there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to Joe Biden just using slight influence to get his deadbeat, worthless, drug addict son a job that pays $50,000 or more a month. And before you feel too sorry for this crackhead Hunter Biden, I don't know if you're aware that after his brother, his brother died from cancer, Bo Biden. And after his brother died, he left his wife. Hunter left his wife and started dating his dead brother's widow, all the while doing crack cocaine and hanging out with hookers left and right. This is the kind of guy that got a job on the board of Burisma, one of the biggest natural gas companies on earth. But this is where it gets exciting. So Burisma is run by an oligarch, one of those billionaires from Ukraine. And it's a very nasty company. It is completely corrupt, like most companies in Ukraine and in Russia for that matter. They're all corrupt over there. And the new president of the Ukraine, the one that supports the United States and the one that the United States supposedly supports as well, has his prosecutor general, Viktor Shokin, 
investigate the corruption in Burisma. Yes, that same company who has a board member named Hunter Biden. At the same time this is happening, the Ukraine is asking the United States to give them loan guarantees for a billion dollars. Now, why do they need this money if they have all this gas and oil and stuff? It's because the country is insolvent. Number one, it's a corrupt country. Number two, Putin just took away a very, very lucrative area, the Crimea, away from them, all their shipping lines. And number three, the Europeans and the Russians are playing hardball between each other, hardball that affects the pipelines, the gas pipelines that run through the Ukraine. And this effectively destroys another income source for the Ukrainians who are in bad shape already because of their corruption and because of all the oligarchs and politicians who have run the economy of the Ukraine into the ground. So I think you understand how badly Ukraine needed those loan guarantees for a billion bucks. Those same loans that America was supposed to guarantee for them. And now we enter the deep corruption. The corruption of Joe Biden, Barack Obama, and the reason why the Democrats and some Republicans have freaked out so much when President Trump started asking questions. This whole thing is just getting better and better. And when we get back... I will lay out for you why we have the impeachment and why we have the absolute unhinged freakout from the deep state. This is the AJ Steele Show. You are listening to the AJ Steele Show, where no topic is off limits, no discussion too harsh, no truth more true. The AJ Steele Show, we tell it like it is. Welcome back to the AJ Steele Show. We're talking about the corruption that led to the so-called impeachment hearings of our president, Donald J. Trump. I want to start this segment by quoting a couple of lyrics from one of my favorite poets and songwriters. His name is Leonard Cohen. And it's a song called Everybody Knows. Everybody knows that the dice are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows that the war is over. Everybody knows that the good guys lost. Everybody knows that the fight was fixed. The poor stay poor. The rich get rich. That's how it goes. And everybody knows. I wish I could have said it as eloquently as Leonard Cohen, but it's not meant to be, I guess. But in a nutshell, what he's saying is exactly the situation we're talking about. Hunter Biden was a mediocre son of a vice president. And that's why he got the job. That's why he got to sit on a board of a billion-dollar company when, in fact, he had no training or no knowledge of how to run that company. That's how it goes. And everybody knew and everybody knows. But then that situation got a little dicier because there was this prosecutor, a general prosecutor of Ukraine, that was looking into the actions of this company. He was looking into the corruption charges. But as you know, corrupt people, they don't like to be found out. So all of a sudden... There's nonstop attacks against the actual prosecutor. The European Union keeps talking about how he is corrupt. And all of a sudden, the Obama administration, the White House, and good old Joe Biden start telling everybody that he's corrupt. Hmm, sounds familiar? Isn't this what they're doing to President Trump? But we'll get to that in a second. So then all of a sudden, Joe Biden goes to the Ukraine anywhere from 12 to 13 times, according to him. You heard a tape at the beginning of the show. That's what he said. 
He goes there. He starts telling, I mean threatening, the president of the Ukraine that if he does not fire his general prosecutor, mind you, the same guy that's looking into Burisma, the same company Joe Biden's sons work for. So if he doesn't fire him, the $1 billion in loan guarantees is gone out the window. And when they tell him, you're just the vice president, you're not the president, he says, why don't you call the president? Why don't you call Barack Obama? So either Joe Biden is lying or a man who's considered by the left to be the second coming, Mr. Clean, President Obama, is in on it too. Now, if you think the AJ Steele show is making any of this stuff up, just go back and listen to the clip that I played where Joe Biden is actually boasting and telling this whole story in his very own words. Now, you tell me, what do you think? Was Obama in on it too? Or was it just Biden? But one way or the other, they did pressure the government and the government fired the general prosecutor who was investigating the company that was paying $50,000 a month to Mr. Hunter Biden. What I don't want to forget to mention is that the new prosecutor, the new general prosecutor of the Ukraine, which was recommended to the Ukraine by the Obama White House, dropped the investigation completely. Burisma was never again investigated nor heard from. And good old Hunter Biden stayed on the board until 2019, raking in millions and millions of dollars. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal at all. What do you say? Not to mention another case where Hunter Biden joined in with John Kerry's stepson. Remember that weasel John Kerry who gave Iran $150 billion along with Obama and who married an old lady named Teresa Hines who owns the ketchup company? Yeah, his son and Joe Biden's son. So these two winners, yeah, they formed a private equity firm. And they ended up getting a billion and a half dollars from China what for, I don't know, because those guys weren't experts in anything as far as I'm concerned. But I could talk about that, and maybe we should talk about it in another show. I just want to make sure that all of you understand that it actually pays to smoke crack and snort cocaine. It actually pays not to study. It pays to cheat on your wife with your brother's widow. It pays as long as you're the son of Vice President Joe Biden. And anyone who's telling you that the Obama administration, the Joe Biden administration had no scandals at all, let me remind you, this is just one of many. But our pathetic media that was so in love with President Obama didn't really touch this too much. Yes, there were a couple of little reports here and there, but realistically, they couldn't care less. Obama could do no wrong. And by extension, his vice president, Joe Biden, could do no wrong either. So I told you a little bit of what happened to Joe Biden's son in Ukraine and in China and I barely touched the tip of the iceberg. But now we have to connect the dots to Donald Trump. What does any of this stuff, what does any of this corruption have to do with Donald Trump? When we get back from our break, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. And you're going to be shocked at the collusion of our media, our lying politicians, and the swamp. The globalist, rich people swamp. We'll be right back on the AJ Steele Show. AJ Steele, not right, not left, just right. So we just covered some of the crimes, a very little percent of the crimes, and the arm twisting and the basically corruption that Joe Biden had and how he strong-armed the Ukraine 
to fire the lead Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating a company that his son, Hunter Biden, worked for or was actually on the board as a board member receiving $50,000 a month for doing what I don't know. God only knows. But naturally, the Democrats, the media, the swamp, or what I call the globalist swamp, they all wanted to tie President Trump to all of this. Now, President Trump had nothing to do with Ukraine. As we know, he had nothing to do with Russia. We know about the whole Russia hoax that basically turned out to be an invention of uh, the deep state, uh, CIA, FBI, all of our agencies, the Democrats, Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and of course, our media that couldn't wait to destroy the president. They couldn't wait to destroy President Donald Trump. And they all went off unhinged. And there was a two-year investigation by Mueller that turned up nothing, absolutely nothing at all. So what happens? President Trump was very annoyed with all that stuff, and I don't blame him, because his presidency and his legitimacy has been hampered by all of this. Uh, for two, two and a half years, he's been called a traitor, a collaborator, a guy that works with the Russians, and, and it really hampered his presidency. He's done some incredible things, but could you imagine what amazing things, what more amazing things he could have done if he wasn't constantly battling to clear his name against allegations? But despite all this obstruction, he just continued. He moved forward. But being very angry, and rightly so, he asked his attorney general, his name is William Barr, a great guy, especially when you compare him to uh, President Obama's attorney generals. You may remember Eric Holder, who was nothing but a race baiter, constantly attacking white people. And he was the one involved in that Fast and Furious debacle. And you may remember the other one, the other attorney general that Obama had. Her name was Roberta Lynch. She was the one that met with Bill Clinton on the tarmac before the elections. Remember that? When she cleared Hillary, basically, of any wrongdoing, in spite of the fact that she destroyed lots of evidence and had a lot of bad emails, etc. Anyway, we're very lucky we have William Barr as attorney general. And President Trump instructed them to look into the sources or the beginnings of the fake Russia dossier, the fake investigation by Mueller, the total sabotage by the FBI and the CIA and uh, the Democratic Party, and not to mention, again, the media that just joined along and ran with it. So that's his job. That was William Barr's job, to look into all of these issues. And a lot of these issues started in countries like Russia, Ukraine, Italy, and Australia. So President Trump had William Barr investigate all these things, and William Barr asked the president to ask the heads of those countries to please cooperate in the investigations. Not only that, but there was a constant hum and a constant drone of, of Joe Biden's dealings or Joe Biden's son's dealings along with his father in Ukraine, in China, and in other countries. And so this came to head when President Trump spoke to the new president of Ukraine. And he basically asked him to look into these things, to look into the corruption of Joe Biden. And that was the trigger. That was the big explosion. Because as you know, when a little bit of corruption is exposed, there's a lot more corruption behind it. And who knows who it's going to frame? Who knows who it's going to name? Could be Barack Obama. Could be Hillary Clinton. Could be Nancy Pelosi with her connections to the Ukraines. Could be John Kerry, our Secretary of State. So nobody wants that kind of stuff investigated. None of these crooks want anybody to know that they use the name, the good name of the United States government for personal gain. None of them want people to know that they use the name of our country, our great country, and the power of our great country for personal enrichment. This was a clear racket. 
an absolute mafia-style shakedown to enrich themselves, enrich their kids, enrich their friends, in the interest of the American people, the interests of America, the interests of the taxpayers and the voters, be damned! That's their attitude, and that's why they're pushing back on Donald Trump and Bill Barr and Michael Horowitz and John Durham and Rudy Giuliani from doing their job and investigating all of this corruption. That's why they're willing, and as a matter of fact, they're going to try to take down a duly elected president of the United States just so their crimes will never be exposed, just so their corruption will never see the light of day. But these swamp creatures never counted on a guy like Donald Trump becoming the president of the United States of America. And they never counted on a show just like ours and the internet and the ability of free-thinking Americans, patriots, to think for themselves and not fall for the big lie. But the swamp is very deep and they're not ready to quit anytime soon. They're going to fight tooth and nail to not lose their power and their money. And now they've fabricated this whole new whistleblower story. This whole line about President Trump pressuring the Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden was proven false once the president released his phone call, the transcript of his phone call with the Ukraine. So the whole line just turned out to be fake. And yet they're pushing it. And now Schiff and Pelosi and Nadler, all these scummy people, Hillary Clinton is coming out of the woodwork. They're all calling for President Trump's impeachment. For what? For asking for an investigation? Do these Democrats think that they're the only ones that are allowed to investigate? They don't like it when the light is turned on them, do they? They scamper like cockroaches. And President Trump must continue this investigation into the corruption of Biden, the corruption of Obama, the corruption of Clinton, and the corruption of all of our intelligence agencies. Because that's the only way to fix our country. That's the only way to have a country that we can believe in again. We should be able to trust our agencies not fear them. All these government agencies should not be corrupt. They should be doing the job of the American people. Not George Soros, not the Democrat Party, not the globalists, the American people. The ones who pay their salaries. We are tired of being powerless and beholden to all these globalists and all these elites. We're tired of it. We want to live a life of peace, of liberty, of happiness, of honesty, and of justice. We just want a fair shake. We just want a fair chance. We're not some kind of a monarchy. We're not a dictatorship. We're not a country where the elites get everything and all of us get nothing, just the scraps off the table. That's how we were founded. The country was founded to escape that kind of mentality of England and an old Europe. And yet we're falling right back into it. A system of haves and have-nots. The system of people who are connected and the rest of us who are not connected to anything and have no chance at success. That's why I voted for President Donald Trump. I knew he wasn't perfect, but I knew that he wasn't a Democrat or a Republican. He was his own man, a man of the people. So with all of his flaws, with all of the negatives, with all the arrogance, I think he's the only one that stands for us, the American people. Don't ever forget that. Don't buy the big lie. Don't listen to the media. I think it was Goebbels who said that if you repeat a lie enough times, it becomes the truth. Well, that's what they're doing to us. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the constant drumbeat of impeachment. And don't fall for the media and their BS about how horrible President Trump is. 
Do the right thing. Think for yourself. Be a patriot. Be independent. Be an original. Be an American. This is the AJ Steele Show. Thank you for listening. The A.J. Steele Show, copyrighted 2019.